Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen 2002 Spun, we're going to give it away. Peace. I hate the word. I got... I got... Uh, hello everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama. This is a podcast where each week two mates get together and have a chat about John Leguizamo and all the shit he's done. Uh, each week we do a different movie, different TV show, different music video, whatever it is. Um, we have a bit of a laugh and we talk some shit. Uh, I am Mish uh, of Mission Zach. Uh, you might know me from not regretting doing a John Leguizamo podcast, but recently discovering that I have a lot of actors that I love just as much as John and kind of wishing that I had 20 podcasts about 20 of my favourite actors, but also recognising that I don't have enough hours in the day in which to do something like that. It would be an unrealistic goal, and that disappoints me. I'm joined, as always, by my friend, Zach Ruane, uh, who's a bit sleepy today, but you might know Zach from... You might know Zach from recently uh, thinking about Total Reboot, and that's a that's a friend of ours podcast, um, Cameron James and uh, uh, oh, 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 no. Becky, Becky Lucas. No, no. Who, you said our friends, Cameron Alexi, James, Alexi Tavolopoulos. Well, I've never met either of them, so but I, I mean, forgot if they consider me a name. friend. They Lexi, can... I knew your first name, but I forgot your last name. That's they're what happened there. They're not listening to us. No, they're not. No, but they're not. People that might listen to them might listen to us and they could send a message and say, Zach, forgot Alexi's name. And I didn't. I forgot his last name and then I was like, what do I do? And I just freaked out and I, I feel really bad. I feel Here, sick. I'll take the heat off you. I've never heard of this podcast. <laughs> I've never met either of those people. And I, I can't imagine they'll, they, that they take up any space in my brain. I will forget their names. I have heard of Cameron James. He's worked with Becky Lucas before, right? And Alexi's very funny. And yeah. they, they, they both no doubt. do, no they doubt, both but- do uh, like a better pop culture film podcast than us. Excuse me. So you should know about your competition, Mish. You should go bam, 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 bam. Zach, we're right? in a world of our own. There is no competition with Leguizamarama. Yeah. There is no competition. Not um, I'm thing. not saying that I don't have nothing, anything but respect for Cameron and Alexi. I do. Yeah. I'm just trying to take the heat off you, Zach, because you're the one who knows them better than me. So if it does get back to them that Zach forgot his last name, make sure in the same sentence you say, and that Mish bitch... She don't even fucking care about but your pot. That, why would you hurt your own career that badly? Because by, I love you, Zach. That's f- solid. But then they're going to be like. <laughs> so Alexi and Cameron, their podcasts, they've, they've done uh, 
other one, Finding Desperado and Finding Drago, which people are big fans of, but they're like recurring kind of podcasts, is Total Reboot, where they watch the original and the reboot. And that's a oh, great that's idea. Oh, that's such a good idea. So they watched like all the Hannibals recently. Uh-huh. They watched um, the original Scarface, the new Scarface. What did really... you watch when you went on there? I watched Hannibal. Oh, very cool. And I'd never seen Hannibal up until that point. And I loved Hannibal. I loved it. I hated it. I hated it with every fibre of my being and mm. then every father of my being. Every father of my being. <laughs> of your being. <laughs> um, I hated it. I uh, hated it. I hated it. I'm like, this film is... Everything that the first film is not, because I love the first film. One of my favourite films. Well, see, wait, when you say the first film, do you mean Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Okay, because for a second there I thought that there was like an original Hannibal. I've only ever seen the one with Anthony Hopkins with the head. With yeah. the head. Is yeah, that right? The head. Yep, cool. I'm trying not so to I'm give anything away. Because I knew about the head and I'd heard about the head. And I had I'd been told about the head when I was a teenager, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm never that's awful." And I'd created in my mind how vicious and how cruel that scene would be. I'd I'd been thinking about that scene for over a decade. Then I finally watched the film. I was watching the whole movie, and I was like, "This movie is terrible. It's uh, everything the first film, Silence of the Lambs, is not." It's maximalist, it's grotesque, it's, uh, it's, it's disturbing, it's disgusting, it's not realistic, it, it makes no point, it misses the point of Clarice, it misses, it's just a bad film all round. And then I started laughing, I think out of discomfort during the head scene. Yeah. And I kept laughing. And then the movie keeps going and then the movie was over and I laughed, like heartily laughed for like 20 minutes after that movie <laughs> because I just, the audacity of that film. Yeah. That film is the most batshit, bonkers, fucked movie I, ever. I don't rem- I, I think I saw it ages, I did, I have seen it, but I think I saw it ages ago, like mm. high school days ages ago. Yeah. Is it the same kind of grotesque stupidity as say the human centipede? Because I think the human centipede is in no way funny. It's just gross. It, look, it is awful. Uh, Hannibal is awful. It's not meant to be funny. But it's, it, it's, it's like... See, the thing about the human centipede that I don't think... Like, Hannibal was a big release studio film, which the human centipede isn't. And I talk about this on Total Reboot. You should check it out. It's a great app. I will. It sounds like a really awesome pod. Um, well, you should you should check it out. Anyway, you might know me as the guy that recently thought we should have done something more like Total Reboot, something that would have allowed us to watch a lot of our favourite Leguizamo films without having to just, like, really just watch the same actor every week. Look, I don't have any regrets, but I do wish that I had a l- more hours in my day to watch other movies yeah. because th- like I, I get so excited still whenever I see John on screen. It's true. But I do feel like I've put myself on a little Leguizamo cage. Yeah, I absolutely. And, and Johnny Legs has done a lot of great films, but also sometimes like 
I think like the issues. So the other day on the Auntie Donna podcast, that's another podcast. That's a podcast I do on the reg. Mm. And the other day, today, earlier today, so Mish, we should I used mention. To th- I just very quickly, I used to think on the reg meant that you had your period. Oh, that makes sense. Mm. Go so on. Mish, I should mention, and it's important to mention the reason why you said I'm sleepy. This is my sixth podcast today. We're on day three of uh, a little snap lockdown, little snap surprise Valentine's treat from Dan, the man, doing the man's, giving us a little <laughs> Valentine's treat. <laughs> Cute. Five days at home, and uh, we're in. I would have th- preferred like third base or something. I would but instead some over the clothes stuff with yeah, Dan. That would have been nice. A little bit of dry humping with Dan. But we're in the we're on day three of a little surprise lockdown, and um, the Donna boys. They said, "I'm in a group called Annie Donna. We do a podcast." And they said, um, "How's about we just smash them out?" And then we were doing we were doing four, and we got to the fourth, and I got a bit crazy, and then we did a fifth. So that's what will be coming out over the next five weeks on Donna as I slowly lose my mind, and then I had an hour to rest, and then do this. Um, so earlier this morning is my point. Earlier this morning, they started talking about Double Jeopardy, and Mish, I haven't seen Double Jeopardy starring Ashley Judd. <gasps> And they were like, you should oh. watch Double Jeopardy. And, and my first thought was, I am not going to watch a mid-budget, <laughs> mid-90s thriller unless I have to, to talk about it with Mish. Okay. I will say I have seen Double Jeopardy and I've actually seen it recently. I think mm. I saw it during our last lockdown. Ashley Judd is in a lot of 90s mid-budget thrillers. Yes, she is. So many. Ashley Judd is the queen of. And if it's it's Ashley Judd and it's Morgan Freeman and it's Mel Gibson and it's Julia Roberts. Those are your babies. Yeah, they love them. They fucking love them. Julia Roberts in thrillers is an odd concept. Doesn't really work for me. No, it does. Does? No, she gets it done. Absolutely. It definitely works. I'm I actually I quite like Julia Roberts. I think she's really likable. I love Julia Roberts. I'm saying have you ever I seen don't a movie called Mystic? Have you ever seen a movie called Mystic Pizza? No, I haven't. So I it's a 1980s it, kind of comedy. I wouldn't say it's a rom com. It's more about a relationship between these three sisters. It's called Mystic Pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's on Stan. I think it's on Stan. If you're overseas, Stan is kind of like our Hulu. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a uh, 19, like mid 80s kind of thing. And it was her first starring role. And it's also Matt Damon's first role, but blink and you'll miss him. Um, but people Is are, it? hey, hey, there you go. People, people really, really encourage us to make our uh, film suggestions. What's the word I'm looking for? Fuck, I'm tired too. Mish, you've got to hold this together, man. I'm, I'm, this I'm there. Is on hey, you, man. Bud. I'm, ba- I'm, I'm buzzing. Um, you, you, this film. is your podcast of the day. This is your, you do a hard day of work, typing on your computer, going through zero at your day job. And then you come here and you go, yes, give me podcast. And so this is your job to run it. Cause for me, I've been doing silly voices all day. So I'm leaning on you, Mish. <laughs> That's I'm right. leaning I got you. on I got you, baby. You can't be um, saying I'm tired too. I get that you're tired too. Hey man, I was I get joking. It. I get I'm it. I'm feeling buzzed. But I'm leaning on you, man, because I've been doing silly characters, silly voices 
I've been making funny references all day. But um, and it, I just want to say one thing. If after yeah. today we got together and we were doing like zero type stuff, you know, maybe getting in touch with the various For those clients. of you who don't know what zero is, that's some finance software that, yeah. <laughs> that I frequent with my job. Maybe maybe we're chasing up clients for overdue payments. If I don't do that role so much anymore, but I get what you mean. If we were doing something like that this afternoon and you uh-huh. said to me, you know what, I've been doing that like all day, I'd say, don't worry, I got this because I've been doing goofs and gags all day. So I've got that. But okay. now because I've been doing goofs and gags all day, I need you to step up. I'm, I got you, girl. Um, <laughs> I My film recommendation this week has just come to me now and it is Mystic Pizza. What's Go into it with an with open... Spun? Sorry? Isn't it meant to like link to the movie of the week? Not a fuck that. Fuck that. Because I was going to do. Um, Dude, I, I suggested Coherence last week and we had Street Hunter. What did I recommend? I don't remember. Like Dark City? Did I recommend Dark City? Oh, probably Dark City, yeah. Um, my recommendation is Mystic Pizza. It's a very light kind of comedy, very 80s, very young Julia Roberts. Um, the food looks really yummy. Mm. Um, a bad bit about romance. She's really good at pool. Just fucking embrace Mystic Pizza. It was a movie that my mum had on VHS. It was one of the 10 VHS tapes we owned. Mum oh, owned beautiful. Mystic Pizza. So it's like say, a little snapshot of my childhood. Let me know what you think of it. I was going to do um I was going to do Train Spotting because it's a drug mm. movie and it's like well, it's fun. Yeah. Well, Mystic Pizza's not about druggies. It's about, no, it's, about magic it's about a pizza. small Italian restaurant that three sisters work at. Yeah. Which is I think there know, needs to be some link to the movie. Something to druggies. Just so, like even if you draw a line. I can do it. I can go, do it. Watch me watch me do it. I can do it. Okay. I go. bet you money I can do this. By the end of the podcast. Can, so no, let's do the film. Can, do me a favor and talk just Talk about your day for 15, 20 seconds no, and well, I'll have done Nish, it. What we're going to do is you're going to put that as your challenge. At the end of the podcast, we're going to go, oh, and uh, if you liked Spun or if you've enjoyed Spun and then, and then so you got the whole podcast to do it. Okay. I've already done it. Yeah, but good. Hold on to it. Save no, it. No, no, no. I want to do it right now before no, I No, you got to wait till the end. I'm really impressed with myself. But it's then Zach, still you don't not get linking to... to Spun. No, it is. I've, link- I've linked it to Spun. Uh, but we haven't talked about Spun. But we're about to talk about Spun. Okay, what's your movie recommendation okay. this week? Before we Mish? talk about Spun, Which I just normally talk we'll a... do this at the end of the podcast. Oh God, let me speak. Yeah, okay. Before we talk about Spun, I'd like to talk a little bit about Mystic Pizza. (laughs) It's a comedy film from the 80s, you see, and it stars Julia Roberts. Come to think of it, you know who else is in it? Vincent D'Onofrio. The great thing about Vincent D'Onofrio in the 80s is he was kind of saying yes to anything. Another thing he said yes to, for example, is Miami Vice. And while he was on Miami Vice, he also starred in an episode with John Leguizamo. (laughs) There we are. John Leguizamo was in Spun. And thank you very much. Fucking throwing my hat down. I did it. Can I do my one? Yeah. Um, watching Spun, I thought of the movie, uh, the movie Train Spotting, which is also about people on drugs, but about a very different drug. That was good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was Should, good. Do you Some wanna... people might say that love is a drug. So, in which case, Mystic Pizza is a perfectly good suggestion during a druggy film review. You know when Mystic Pizza would have been good? When we yeah. did a Pyromaniacs love story. Yeah. Small indie love film kind of thing. 
Yeah. That's that's the time to bring up Mystic Pizza. Um, I think the time to bring up Mystic Pizza is during Spun. But I just now, don't think you really, truly, if you really were linking it to Spun. What I, did I just do? Zach, you did, what you did, did I just do? You did six degrees of separation. No, I didn't. It had one. It was like. A half yeah, but degree. You played the game of six degrees. I'm not talking about degrees of separation. I'm talking about thematic links. Hey, when I saw Vincent D'Onofrio in Mystic Pizza, I thought about John Leguizamo. Yeah. And then Spun, we watched Spun. It's a very clear link. I know, but I just, oh, I just don't feel like you're, it's real to, to the truth of the link. I think you're, you're back engineering the link. And, and I have some evidence to that effect. Um, my number one exhibit is the fact that you didn't have a link and then I said you should do a link and then you said give me five minutes. That was a bit. I was oh, doing a bit. Oh, I don't know. I was just doing a bit, Zach. I don't know, Mish. I don't know. I'm not going to fight you on this. I thought, I've, I thought of the link years ago. I, would, did you? Yeah, 100% years ago. I can't think of any link between Spun and um, maybe something with Robert Carlyle. What's Robert <laughs> Carlyle done? I'm trying to do the Mish style link between Spun and um, and uh, Train Spotting. I reckon I could do it. I've already done it. I've already done it. You already and done McGregor it. And you and McGregor, Moulin Rouge, John Leguizamo, Moulin Rouge, easy. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, of course. That's and if you're one. stoned and you watch Moulin Rouge, I bet it's a fucking trip. Yeah, that's and true. No, they do absinthe. They do do it. There they, you go. They have a druggy scene in Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Told you I got you, Zach. I got you. You got me. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Should we just jump into Spun? Let's talk about the classic Debbie Harry film. Spun. <laughs> my, this is my uh, weakest. Uh, I, I, uh, it's not a great. In, I, I didn't really write a blurb. <laughs> oh I didn't write a blurb. Um, I, I even, I even messaged you an hour and a half ago and said, "Yeah, You're so on I blurb. did the dot points for the blurb." All right, try and make it sound like you wrote it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Spun tells the story of a young actress named Mina Severo trying, Savari, trying way too hard to move past her good girl image. It also tells the story of a drug addict named Jason Schwartzman as he meets an assortment of wild characters. Spider Mike, Cookie, the cook, a green dog... On a three-day speed binge in Los Angeles, it's as exactly as full-on as a movie about speed as you'd think a movie about speed would be. It's also as cool as a 2002 movie set in LA as you would think that would be. 
John plays Spider Mike, a really full-on speed dealer. He's really full-on. It's kind of like a more intense character in one of his one-man shows. That's good. That's actually very, very good. That was fine. No, I really liked it. Thank you so much. No worries. So this is a John that we've yet to review on this podcast. It's a different kind of John. Oh, okay. This is interesting. So I would be willing to bet. I don't know what the film is that he did directly after Spun, but somewhere in here is the transition of Sexy Leguizamo, or Sexy Luigi, sorry, to Dad Guizamo. Because to me, this is Sexy Luigi. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. We know now that it's post, that uh, Dad Guzamo is post 02. We yes. know that for so a So we've now brought, which is great, because we thought for a while there it might have ended in the late 90s. No, it definitely crossed over into the early noughties, which is great. Um, I, can't, I, I thought he was amazing in this movie, to be honest. I thought he was the most realistic actor on speed in this film. Um, and also maybe Jason Schwartzman was pretty good. Brittany Murphy's in it. That's always weird to see her because she's dead. Didn't she die of the drugs? No, she died from mould. Did she? Yeah, ma'am. Well, I'm pretty sure she died of mould. She, like, oh, got so rushed sad. to hospital for mould poisoning and she died, like, three days later. Oh, but it might God. have been druggies. I don't know. That's so sad. Yeah, very sad. Because also her boyfriend died from mould. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, no, she died. I think it was mould. I don't know. But she's great. She's so I good. thought the cast was top notch, hey. Because also I thought Mickey Rourke was really good in it. Well, that really, yes, yes. But much like his role in The Wrestler, I feel like it's quite close to home for Mickey Rourke. Yeah, it's Mickey Rourke playing Mickey Rourke. There's a bit at the end. Yeah, it's, like, it's Mickey Rourke playing Mickey Rourke if he decided to, to make druggies instead of be an actor. Yeah, which is, I think, what he did for a bit in the 90s. Did he? Did he make druggies? <laughs> I don't know. No, he went, did some boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought he was, uh, I thought he did a really, um, he, uh, the cast was great. I thought the yeah. cast was fantastic. Um, it, it's a lot. It was a lot. The movie was a lot. Uh, you mm. make a movie about methamphetamine um, yeah. and all the characters being on methamphetamine and you want it to feel like, what it feels like to be on methamphetamine, what you're going to get is a short movie that's a lot. Yes. Like, it's like, uh, you know, the, the most, the best you're going to get is, well, oh, is a lot. And it was a lot. That's Misha's dog barking in the puppy. background. I don't I'm think so we sorry. need to ignore the fact that your dog is there. And, and I have a dog. A we are in lock. We're currently in stage, our third lockdown in our Melbourne. Third lockdown. I have a puppy. There is only so long I can expect him to sleep. Yeah, and I think it's fine. We just talk about, yeah, that's the dog having a little bark. Um, but I thought the cast did a really great job. I loved seeing Debbie Harry in there. I Debbie loved, Harry was fucking great. I love Debbie Harry. My mum always told me that when she was pregnant with me, she listened to a lot of Blondie. Yeah. And I, I loved that. <laughs> like I tell anyone who'll listen that my mum listened to a lot of Blondie. A lot of Blondie and a lot of reggae. I That's thought Debbie sure. Harry was such a great... I love that character as well. I, I really love... Do you know, actually, another movie I think I'd love to reference here. Have you seen The Florida Project? I think I've talked no. about it before. It's a damn shame The Florida Project didn't do better than it did. 
it's um, starring Willem Dafoe. It's about um, a round uh, Disney world. And I don't love it because I'm a Disney world freak. I love it because I love the director. I love the film. Mm. But around Disney world, um, a whole bunch of really, really crappy motels sprung up all through the 70s. And a lot of them now are like long stay motels that people essentially live at like poor people close to homeless people live in these motels and this is and and it's basically the story of a child living in one of these motels near disney disney world Mm. it's really really beautiful and tragic there's these sort of ideas concept for a movie oh yeah and there's these ideas that they're living it's a really really tough piece of like social realism and they can hear the fireworks every night in the background and Mm -hmm. like it's really really sad and really beautiful and um i can't remember why i thought of it but um i thought of it with uh with um because willem dafoe's in it and he's incredible in it yeah what were we saying about spun mish (laughs) come on mate you gotta keep this up you gotta pick it up I know. I was letting you go. I was waiting for you to get there. We would, I was saying how much I love to see Debbie Harry in it. Debbie Harry, right? So Willem Dafoe's character <laughs> in Willem Dafoe's character in the Florida Project mm. is the same type of character, which is the good person that's that's in this world, that's ended up in this world, that exists in this world, but has integrity. Yeah. I love those characters. And often they can be played very like um, kind of holier than thou or or I imagine I would be like that. But I love when they're as raw and as rugged and as rough as all the other characters, but they've got integrity. And Debbie yeah. Harry has that and Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project has that. And- I do know exactly what you're talking about and I'm trying to think of another example but it's hard. It is hard. It's hard. <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about. Debbie Harry and Willem Dafoe uh, in The Florida Project and Debbie Harry and Spun would be two examples I could think of. In Prison Break. Okay. There is an old guy with a cat. Yeah. Like that. Just the people that are there and, like, <laughs> they did some, you know, like, it's interesting that they're there, they're not perfect, but, God, they've got integrity. Also, how good's Willem Dafoe? Yeah, great. William, Willem Dafoe's great. Um, the um, thing with the cast of this movie as well is that people kept popping up mm. that I was just like, oh, my God, it's you, and oh, my God, it's you. And what it sparked in me more than anything is that 150% over, there should be a podcast about Peter Stormer or Stormer. Peter Stormer, who's this? He Stormer. is in everything. Who, who, who were they He's in, in Prison movie? Break. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's that why. That's why they came up for you. No, but he's in everything. He's in Armageddon. He's in The Big Lebowski. He's in Bad Boys Two. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's in a he's in a, he's in a game show. I, okay, so not a game show. He's in a video game. So I don't play video games, but I did play a video game once, and it was called Until Dawn. And he was in that. He's also in Chocolat. And in my opinion, even though he's the baddie, like the meanie guy, meanie pants in Chocolat. He's hotter than John. E. Depp. Yeah, he's he's that's amazing. What a great yeah. choice of person. Yeah. One hundred percent. He's in so much good shit. The other one I thought of that one hundred percent should be done is Alfred Molina. Yeah. Alfred uh, Molina gives me hope that I don't have to lose all the weight. No, I can just Alfred Molina's cut my babe. hair. 
Just be um, Alfred Molina. Also, I realize this isn't as niche, but at the moment, and I'm sorry, we're definitely going off topic here, but at the moment I'm having a real Jamie Lee Curtis thing. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Have you I seen am Halloween? obsessed with Jamie Lee Curtis. Halloween H2O? Yes, I have. 20 years later? Halloween yes. H2O 20 years later. Oh, yes, I have. That's a great movie. Oh, it's so good. It's a great movie. I watched that with, uh, at, at um, the cinema in LA that uh, Tarantino runs, and I remember I went and watched it, and I was watching I'm like, this is so weird. It's so 2000s. It's nothing like Halloween, because that's kind of what's in vogue now, is to like mm. make, the se- make the sequel as much like the first one as possible. And then it just gets better and better and better, and it has one of the most like baller endings. Oh, so good! Love Halloween H two O twenty years. The later. ice skate to the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, that fucked me. The whole. But no, I'm having a real. I'm, the I'm full watching a lot chopping of, off of the head. Oh yeah, the full head chop off. Yeah, I still fantastic. think that the ice skate to the face though was mm. a very disturbing image for a twelve year old to see. I just I watched it last like last year. What was it doing on in a cinema last year? Um, like a, like it was a repertory cinema. Oh, cute. They show old movies there. Um, but no, I'm just having a real Jamie Lee Curtis thing. And I was really, and because I'm having such a Jamie Lee Curtis thing, as I was watching Spun, I was really hoping that Jamie Lee Curtis would pop up. But the fact that Peter Stormare was there kind of made up for it a little Great bit. Great guy's Josh Peck back when he was a fat child actor. Yep. And is now a YouTuber. I yep. say fat. I would never say that, but it, it, the name of the character is Fat Boy. Mm-hmm. And, uh. And, Alexis uh, Arquette is in it and she looks like Freddie Mercury. Respect to that. Respect to that. Um, you know Josh Peck? Do you know Josh Peck? Yeah, he's I know like Josh a Peck. YouTuber now. It's is so he weird. Really? Yeah, he's like a full YouTuber and stuff now. It was so funny because I'm like, so funny. It's just this little kid and he's like knocking on the door and then uh, and then uh, John Leguizamo is like, get away, fat boy, get away, get away, fat boy. And I'm like, I think that's Josh Peck. <laughs> He's not in it anymore. Um, I loved your in your blurb that you referred to um, uh, what's her name, Mina Savari, yeah, as desperately trying to shed her good girl image because it is exactly that. So she has a really bad flipper in, so really bad fake teeth, yeah, and like it's like. She's. I think that she's an excellent actor. Like she's such a good actor. Mm. She's a great actor. But the way she does druggy. The person on druggies is like someone who's never been on druggies. Oh yeah, like a like a uh, like a, a year eleven. Like were yeah. you straight back to um, Ivanhoe girls' yes. grammar year eleven drama class? You're yes. all in your PE uniform. And- yes. And you're in in this class, and and people are like oh, I'm on drugs. Yes. Like yeah, a hundred percent. I got that kind of big vibe. Um, I get that. I get that. What I would, uh, au contraire to it, is at least, um, like, uh, at least uh, Brittany Murphy made Speed look so hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Me, Mina, Mina didn't make me want to do drugs. No. But Brittany Murphy made me go, well, if that's what I'm, I'd be like on drugs. Then maybe Sign I should also up. shack up with someone who cooks drugs. It was a, just like uh, a it was a very two thousand and two, very very worrying about thing. And the reason why I think we have we 
our generation. I was actually talking about this with my partner the other day, but like the our generation has such cooked body image issues. Is that what we thought was beautiful was the meth addict aesthetic? Oh my god, one hundred percent. You have a look at some pictures of like, and we're talking like the early noughties, so around two thousand and two, of women like Tara Reid and Paris Hilton, beautiful women. But those were the images that we were told we had to look like. And it's like their tummies were concave. <laughs> like there was nothing from chin to knee. Like <laughs> nothing from chin nothing. to Nothing. And it's like they're babes. Like don't get me wrong, they're fucking babes. But, but so unrealistic. And the bodies of like... Yeah, that just would just not in any way at all be attainable whatsoever. There was a moment when I was like, Mina Savari and Brittany Murphy playing meth addicts. I was like, there is no way this isn't going to be like crook in the sense that it makes meth addiction sexy. And then I saw Mina Savari and within 30 seconds I was like, okay, I'll give them props for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is upsetting. She is yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. No, well, that's the thing. Mina Savari, does that character, uh, who does Mina play? Co- cookie? No, she's Cookie. Yeah, she's Cookie and oh, Brittany Murphy is Nikki. I assumed uh, Brittany Murphy's character was Cookie because she was dating the cook. Yeah, no. That Just was bad confusing... na- character yes, naming. Yes, that's very, very, that was some bad naming. called The Cook and a character called Cookie that were yes. unrelated and that never went There stated. was also a scene with Mina Silvari taking a shit. Yeah, it was so full on. It was so full on. Like you saw the toilet and the sh- the poop. Yeah. She did a poop and she was saying how she hadn't done a poop in days, which makes sense because she'd been on a lot of druggies. And she did a poop and you while at the same time that she's doing a poop and you see the poop, John Leguizamo was masturbating into a sock. It Not def- because she's doing a poop, but because he's on the phone to Debbie Harry. It definitely, it definitely, like, uh, well, I'll tell you what I'll give this movie. Uh, another thing I'll say is um, Train Spotting. You seen Train Spotting, Mish? Yes, I have. I haven't seen it in ages. I need to rewatch it. It's very good. But I feel like train spotting for the first maybe 20 minutes is like gross. Like he dives into toilets and stuff, but cool. It's gross, but cool. It's like mm-hmm. gross, but fuck everyone. in This is cool. Yeah. And, it, and it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, but then there's like a turn. Then it changes. There's like a moment in the story where something goes down um, and it's so upsetting that yeah. the whole story kind of goes, <clears throat> and then it does a shift and it's no longer cool and then it becomes a different story. This movie started out uh, gross and cool, but it's both more cool and more gross than, than Train Spotting. The opening titles I think are very cool, like properly cool. Oh, properly cool. Like, and just the, the final scene, properly cool. Yeah. Like the, the, they like it just it, he does his his shot and then there's just this moment of focus and I was just like it was the moment the the one moment in the film where I was like I want to try math. Mm. What I loved about this movie, right, is that where whereas the other movies there's the turn, it's like going fun and then there's a turn and it's like not fun anymore. This movie doesn't so much turn as it just keeps going. It keeps going and then like twenty around the same time in you kind of go, 
<laughs> it's just, it's so unrelenting well, in it, it that I, I didn't want to do meth by the mm. end of it. I will say, having never done meth before, mm. it's a big shock, I'm sure, to everybody that Mish Witchrop of Leguizama Ram has never done meth. Mm. Um, I thought the first half of this movie was quite dull. Like, mm. as in repetitive. It just felt like it was all one note. It was very kind of like, all right, I get it. I get the cool. I get the gross. I'm grossed out. I think you're cool. And I'm like, but I'm, I, I need something more. And then I thought the second half of this movie was, was had like this, that turning point of like, oh, God, okay. And then it kind of went to another level. And that's when I really started enjoying the film. So yeah. I will say to anyone who's watching it, from my perspective – Stick it out because it does get there. Like this movie does get there for me. Yeah, you know? I think it's one of those ones where it's like it's not trying to be everything. It is what mm. it is. It's this little movie about people doing meth. I think the drug that characters are addicted to, I haven't seen many drug movies. I, I don't think it's a genre I've watched heaps of. Mm. Um, but the drug that a, the characters are using affects the film. Well, and Oh, sorry, go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, go. No, 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 no. No, no, just, I was just going to say the drug that people are taking affects the movie. Mm-hmm. And this movie was always going to be repetitive, unrelenting, intense, full on because they're taking meth. Yeah. If they're taking meth, the movie's going to be a lot. Well, I was going to say before when you were saying how um, with train spotting, there's a part that's like, oh, yeah, oh, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Have you ever seen Candy? Yep. Um, I read the book before I saw the movie, <laughs> um, yeah. but both very, very good and also very sad because Heath Ledger's in it and he did. Yeah. Um, but it was that. So that's heroin. And the first half of the movie, not maybe not the first half, first third of the movie, makes heroin look sick. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, my God, yeah, fucking I'd give my life for, a sh- for some heroin. Yeah. And then it just has that real moment of like, oh, God, no, oh, hell no. Now, I'm, I've never done drugs. Like I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not a person who has done the druggies. So yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you if this movie is what it's like to be on meth. Yeah, no, I wouldn't know either. But I reckon it's probably quite close. It I wouldn't be surprised right. if the director and or writer had done meth previously. <laughs> The writer had done meth. You know, it feels very right. I like the 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 intensity and the 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 oscillating between extreme focus and like roughness. Mm. I thought there's a the the opening titles for me is one of my favorite like moments of like taking a drug because there's mm. this like like taking drugs is a, a thing in movies i suppose like how do you represent the high of a drug through cinema mm. and then the the because the, it, it all opens with him going into spider mike john leguizamo's house jason schwartzman's character and he goes into spider mike's house and it's really gross and it's really intense and he's like i don't have the drugs and there's all these characters and it's really full on and it's like oh my goodness is this going to be all 90 minutes of the film is all 90 minutes going to be like this. And then he finally gets his first hit and it's just like, Ooh, (laughs) and then it's like clear and it's concise and it's calm and then cool music comes in and then the titles start and Mm. then it goes back to that first bit and that's the whole movie. Yes. But, (laughs) but no, I'll also say that like the kind of, um, opposite to that I suppose mm. is there's a scene where Jason Schwartzman and Brittany Murphy are driving across like driving mm. at night time like 
across the country. I don't fucking know. I didn't pay that much attention. But um, they're both high as fuck. But he's starting to get tired, so she gives him another hit and it has that same thing of like, okay, so now all of a sudden we're clear. But rather than being clear, everything became very fucking intense because, yeah. like, they were so far beyond the point of high that everything just became incredibly rigid and jagged and, like, everything was clear but almost too clear and almost, like, too high res. <laughs> and yeah, it was lots of, yeah, yeah, very cool, very... Very effective. Could have done with some like more, ch- but yeah, really cool. And the actors like, were great. That's, the, that's what I was saying to my partner was that oh, I wish that there was a little bit like it was all one note. The first half, particularly, it's all one note, and it's all just so fucking manic. All right, I get it. You're all high, but I think that's the point of the film. I think it is that kind of like if it had gone chill, then we wouldn't know what it would be like to be on meth, Zach. Yeah, no. If you you can't you can't do like they should have just had. Jimmy the stoner as one of the characters and occasionally he'd cut back to Jimmy just for like five minutes of chill. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, I'm going to go get some chicken nuggets. And they're like, all right, fucking cunt. Oh, I'm going to go <laughs> fucking kill some people. And then like, he's like, all right. Then you just go with him to 7-Eleven to buy some nuts. <laughs> um, and I will say the soundtrack was really cool. It was. Um, it there was. Had some uh, real good ones. It was, uh, and the the music by Billy Corgan, which is mm-hmm. the most two thousand and two thing I think you could oh. possibly uh, do. Like that, like vet last vestiges of the nineties. Outside of, of casting it. Brittany Murphy in a film, <laughs> mm. that is the most early noughties. Thing that you can do. So and now I know a lot of people are listening, going, but uh, you know he was smashing pumpkins. Smashing pumpkins was mostly nineties. Exactly. Yep. What 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 I and I believe Mish here is agreeing with me is saying solo career is solo Billy Corgan doing the soundtrack of an indie film. That's two thousand and two. Oh, that is two thousand and two. What's some other things that are two thousand and two? Casting Brittany Murphy in a film. Um, That's very 2002 Cool methamphetamine yeah. Meth but cool Meth but cool That's Sexy very, cool meth Yep um, Moments of sepia tone in a film Very 2002 Very 2002 uh, I've got to go with um, Sexy LA Yeah uh, Sexy LA I'm, I'm struggling to like But it's very you know American apparel very like like sexy skinny sexy sexy grimy LA yeah. is in my opinion you know it's 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 Mickey Avalon it's MySpace it's it that is <laughs> yeah. for me yeah. very two thousand and two yeah casting Debbie Harry and Mickey Rourke <laughs> very yes. two thousand two um something that seems very sexual the sort of the uh. The uh, pornographic visuals of of go- the uh, visuals that evoke gonzo pornography with the um, with the complex and misplaced politics that sit somewhere in the seventies. If That's that makes very two thousand and two, very two thousand and two. Like both both male and female characters wearing tight tank tops. Very, very 2002. 2002. Low um, ride jeans on on the women. Very, very 2002. 2002. Uh, what else have we got? Um, Paris Hilton was not in this movie. 
But Very she could have been. Well, she was like not quite ready yet. It wasn't ready yet, but but you best believe they all they all knew about Paris Hilton. They all knew about Paris. Mickey Rourke. Uh, between <laughs> things. Uh, yeah, two thousand and two. Very Mish does year nine prac dancing with the boys' school. Very 2002. Very I watched, 2002. I, I believe if I have watched this movie, I can't remember if I've watched this movie before, but if I have seen it before, it would have been on a video VHS that my sis or DVD that my sister got when she worked at the video shop. So an advanced copy. Oh, you're of a movie Spun. family. She worked at a video shop before me and got me the job for a little bit before I moved to the cinema and they used to get, you used to get DVDs and VHSs in advance of the indie films in order, so then you'd take them home, you'd have a watch of them, maybe you'd watch them in your break and then you'd go, you know what, yeah, I'm going to order a couple of, I'm going to order a couple of DVDs of Spun, pop it up on the new releases. It's very cool. It was very cool. That's very cool. Um, and it went black and white every 10 minutes. First time I watched Donnie Darko was the same way. Oh, very good. Very good, Zach. <laughs> oh, Jason Schwartzman and oh, his yeah. haircut. Oh, of course. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman in a sports jacket. Very 2002. Jason Schwartzman, oily hair over mm. his eyes. Thank you, 2002. Um, what's, what, what's a way that we can close off this episode? Oh, well, we're there. We're there. Oh, my I God. There. Um, what What movies did it evoke for you? Like, what's some other movies you would go off and watch now? For me, I'd, I'd maybe think, like, uh, Train Spotting for, like, the drug themes. Yeah. Um, the Florida Project is a really great example of, of, a, of an exploration of people in a similar socioeconomic See, class. That's That's great. I'm more inclined to go very 2002 okay, rather yeah. than the druggies. So I'm yeah. thinking I'm in a tonight... I'm going to make up a bit of a stir fry with some tempeh. I'm going to pour a big glass of pineapple juice because I bought some fresh from the market. Okay. I'm going to make sure that my dog is well fed and rested and together we are going to watch this trio of films. Okay. Blue Crush. Yeah. Mr. Deeds. Yeah, good. And Sweet Home Alabama. Fantastic. And I'm wishing you, you all say, a very happy week. I thought you were going to say Mystic Pizza. <laughs> nope, that's no. Nope, I watched that last week. I'm moving on from that, and I'm all about Blue Crush, Blue Crush, Mr. Deeds, Mr. Deeds, and Sweet Home Alabama. Blue Crush, of course, has Kate Be- Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale? Is no, Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Bossworth. Kate Bosworth and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, I just remember Blue Crush. The idea that you would like the idea that you would could just make them like Blue Crush was a movie for boys and it was a movie for girls. Girls got to watch cool movies about surfing, and boys they just loved Kate Beckinsale, Kate Bosworth, <laughs> Kate Bosworth. <laughs> Oh, come to think of it, actually, my mum had Blue Crush on DVD as well. My mum's got some really shitty taste in film. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, have a great week and we'll speak to you next week. (laughs) How many Leguizamos? Oh, shit it. Fuck. 
wrapped it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Fuck. I'm sorry. Um, 100%, no doubt, I'm giving this movie four Leguizamos because he is plays a very, very good meth head. Yeah, no, look, it's a great, um, great fun part for Legsies. For Legsies. And you see, you see his bottom. You see his bottom. He's very, like, out there. It's sexy Luigi era. Mm-hmm. Um, four, four Leguizamos. Solid. I was tossing up between four and four and a half, but he's not the lead. And I think he, re- he really needs to be the lead or, like, really... Yeah, four Leguizamos for me. Um, I had a great time. Also, I thought that Mickey Rourke's scene in the car at the end was so profound and beautiful. Yes. So And sad. the song that was playing was called Always, which was originally sung by Frank Sinatra, and I don't know who did this version. Wow. But it was, it was fucking beautiful. It was yeah. absolutely beautiful. The, the final scene of this movie was chef kisses. Mwah. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Chef kiss. Yeah, maybe want more movies like this that don't quite hit the mark, but uh, you know, is is it made me really miss this kind of movie. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It, there's some stuff in it that you know you wouldn't do now, but other than that, maybe <laughs> yeah. there, was, you know, there was some bits where I was like, that I would I need a little bit more. Yeah. Context as to why we're depicting this, but other than that, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Four Leguizamos. Four Leguizamos from both Mish and from Zach. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you next week with some other 2002 fun. But it might not be from 2002. Could be from 1987. Those are the ones that are really hard to find. (laughs) Could be from 1995. Easier to find. (laughs) Um, right. When's this coming out? When's this coming out? On this Thursday? Oh, yeah. It is coming out this so Thursday. So fingers crossed the lockdown is over and we see you all tomorrow for Romeo and Juliet at the Lido. See you there. Fingers crossed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.